This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to World Talk, which is part of The Straits Times' new Your Money and Career podcast channel. World Talk aims to help you work smarter, think deeper, and get ahead in your work life. I am Chris Boo. In this episode, we're talking about something some of us are very excited about the four-day work week. 70 companies in Britain are now trying out a shorter work week. It is a six-month trial started by a non-profit community called Four Day Week Global. The movement started as a bid to raise business productivity, improve workers' health and well-being, and help communities form stronger social and family ties. It believes that if workers work fewer days in a week, it will create fairer opportunities for women. It will be good for the planet too. I'm very excited that we have Alex Sujong Kim Pang on the show today. Dr. Pang runs the Global Program for 4-Day Week Global. He has also written three books about the future of work. Joining us too is Ms. Louisa Lee, CEO of DP Dental. DP Dental is a boutique dentistry that has been in practice for 16 years. Louisa introduced the 4-Day Work Week in her two clinics one and a half years ago. Welcome to the show, Louisa. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for having us. And it's really nice to have you join us on California on a Sunday night, Alex. It's my pleasure. Always happy to talk about the four-day week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start with you. So, you know, the concept of a four-day week is not very well understood in Singapore. And some people say, you know, I want a 10-month year, not a four-day week. You know, we already have flexible work, so a four-day week is not necessary. Can you explain the concept of the four-day work week for our listeners? Sure. So... The four-day week movement is one in which companies are moving to four-day weeks or other kinds of shorter work weeks without cutting pay, which of course is good for workers, or reducing expectations about output, which is good for the company. And a four-day week encourages companies to find ways to be more effective. It encourages people to collaborate, not compete, to create more free time for everybody. It encourages better boundaries between work and personal life, and it creates more leisure time for everybody. And so I think that for too many companies, flexibility has turned into a way to make things kind of seem better without actually having to change anything about the way that companies work. It's also something in which that was originally intended to improve work-life balance, but often ends up sort of confusing it further. And also, finally, flexible work in some places turns into kind of a loyalty test. And so for all of these reasons, I think some companies are finding that sort of a four-day week is preferable to flexible work or something that can be implemented alongside it. You know, this concept of 100% productivity, 80% of the time, at 100% of the pay, it just sounds too good to be true. And <laughs> so far, you know, you have implemented a lot of it in Western countries. Tell us how it has been working in the UK, for example, where you are having a six-month trial. Sure. So, you know, we're in the middle of the six-month trial, so it'll be a little while before we have results from that. But there are lots of other companies in the UK and around the world that have implemented this model successfully sometimes for years. And I think the core insight that these firms have is that, in a sense, we've become more productive thanks to advances in technology and better business processes. The problem is that those gains have actually been buried underneath 
you know, overly long meetings or outdated managerial techniques. And what studies tell us is that the average office worker loses something like two to three hours of productive time every day to overly long meetings, to distractions, and to interruptions. So if you can get a handle on that, you can actually go a long way to making a four-day week a reality. And we've seen this happen in you know, companies large and small, ranging from you know, firms with thousands of employees to a two-person restaurant that also has two Michelin stars. So when you look at Asia, which is very different from Western business culture, if you were to bring it to Asia, what would the considerations be? Well, the good news on this score is that actually Japan and Korea are already two of the countries that have seen some of the biggest experiments with four-day weeks and the largest number of politicians talking about it. And I think that there is already a movement in Asia that has shown that it's possible for companies here to move to shorter working hours. And so I think actually that you know the cultural considerations are a little less daunting than you might at first expect. You kind of initiated this movement of the four-day week, and then you had to try it in the UK, where you have a group of researchers from different universities, from the think tank autonomy. They're all studying the metrics and the impact, which is very, very interesting. And the try in the UK has elicited a lot of interest from Singapore. And here's my million-dollar question. Is Singapore on your radar? Absolutely. I think given how much Singapore is seen as an economic model by its neighbors, it's a natural starting point to launch a four-day week movement in South Asia. And indeed, I think if we can make it work in Singapore, you can probably make it work just about anywhere. We published a column which I wrote about a four-day work week, and it talks about an imaginary petition from a young worker to her boss asking for a four-day work week. And I got an email from a reader who told me in the headline, then don't work law, which is English, right? Then don't work law, <laughs> stupid. So that's the kind of response that we're going to get from some of the older generation or the managers. Now, in Singapore, we have always touted ourselves as one of the most hardworking people, you know, on earth. We work the hardest, we longest hours. And it's always been one of our competitive strengths because we haven't got natural resources. And we are a global hub, as in we do business with people all around the world 24-7. You know, we don't sleep. Can a four-day work week work in a place like Singapore? For one thing, the four-day work week movement is not about working less or being less passionate about your work, but rather it's about finding ways for everyone to work better it's about using that passion to create careers that are sustainable rather than self-destructive and recognizing that as you get better at your job, you really should be able to do it more efficiently in less time. How can you execute it? Must it always be led by the government, the public sector? In most places, it started in business and then has really flourished from sort of word of mouth from sort of one business person to another. There are a, a couple countries, Iceland and the United Arab Emirates, whose public sectors have moved to shorter work weeks, partly with an aim of establishing the precedent so that perhaps companies will follow along. But as a very practical matter, 
you know, or if, if you wanted to start to implement a four-day week, maybe the best place to start actually is with meetings because meetings absorb a lot of time. They are a collective enterprise and there's something that everybody knows we can fix, but generally most places don't. And let me turn to Louisa. So Louisa, you run a business that naturally a lot of people would think would be impossible to do a four-day week because it's operational, it serves customers, it's open six days a week. Tell us a little bit about your business. Yes, so at DP Dental, we actually go beyond just looking at teeth and gum. So we have already been very progressive and, you know, addressing airway, sleep and overall health. And we just feel passionately that since we're in healthcare, then we really should be a role model in first taking good care of the health of our team members. Our, one of our branches at Coven is actually open seven days a week. What happened previously was that the team would have alternate days when they would actually be working five days in which two are long days of like about 11 and a half hours a day. And then the other three are short days. So we did have team members who would be leaving us. And during the exit interview, one of the common reasons was actually fatigue. And hence, this idea came about. So, Louisa, you implemented the four-day work week for your patient relations executives and dental surgery assistants one and a half years back. And did it work as you expected? We did have an increase in the number of people applying to join us. Oftentimes, I, I find that I do attract mothers with young children. And they do highlight that the, the reason why they gave us a call really was because we had this four-day work week option. Although I must say that initially, I did have a couple of team members who still left us because they were looking for a workplace that was just nearer their home. And I, I must say we were really quite disappointed. However, I'm happy to report that really after one and a half years, we actually have got boomerang team members and they actually applied to come back to join us. One who left before we implemented the 40 work, we cited that as the reason. So looking at that, Alex, you know, I just want to bounce this question over to you on Louisa's experience. When companies implement 40 week, will they see the impact immediately or will there be kind of a gestation period? Some of the impacts I think you see immediately, right? I think that the first month or so, lots of leaders talk about the four-day week as being like moving to a new country, right? Nobody quite knows how to make it work. Everything's kind of alien. You got to figure things out. But after that, I think that if you do begin rather quickly to see people, you know, even people who said, I have no idea what I would do with another day of the week, figuring that out pretty quickly. And you also begin to see improvements in terms of people's you know, stress levels improving or people being healthier, you know, uh, spending more time on hobbies. But also, you see very quickly a more collaborative attitude. Right? In order to make a four-day week work, everybody needs to pull together and work together in order to make that a success. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Let's return to our conversation with Dr. Alex Pang and Miss Louisa Lee on the 4-Day Workweek. Louisa, you know, when you implemented the 4-Day Week, did you see your employees, even the biggest rivals, 
willing to work together because there's an extra off day at stake. Naturally, the ones with family were really happy that they had like three complete full days where they could switch off from work, but, you know, really devote to the family. Or even having a full weekday off, right, to run errands like to the bank or take care of their parents and that. The other common use of time is people who then sign up for causes that they could then take on a weekly basis. They would even, you know, gather together and then go on, you know, go to the gym or, or exercise together. Recently, there was a spike and uh, different team members were tested positive for COVID. The team were calling us and asking to come back and, and standing in for their colleagues, just really purely on their own initiative because they knew they, they were rested enough and they knew that, you know, the company was shorthanded. So it's really wonderful to see that. I, I realized that, you know, as management, it's really important to just be as flexible as possible. So I did have team members who, because, you know, they are from overseas, their family is not here, they are single, their, their whole main purpose of being here in Singapore was to really work hard and, you know, well, provide for their family back home. We did have a few team members who then, you know, opted back into the five-day work week because otherwise they might have just uh, looked for a part-time work somewhere else. In terms of increment, tell us how you manage it. Well, when we first implemented it in January in 2021, because we were just, you know, still in the thick of COVID and all, so what we did was really, well, we weren't able to give an increment, the yearly increment that year, but when we switched to the four-day work week, we didn't reduce the salary either. So in a way, that was the increment that we were giving. So those who opted back for a five-day work week then had that increment. So going forward from here, would both the four-day week team and the five-day week team get the same appraisal criteria? for annual increment and bonuses? Yes, moving forward, yeah, they're all on the same performance benchmark. We have an Ask the Expert segment in every episode of our Work Talk podcast. So, Louisa, what would your question for Alex be? How do we measure productivity? And I think that would be my question. I mean, at the moment, I'm just going in with gut feel. You know, I, I just deep down inside know that that's what I want. And so that's what I think my team would want. Yeah, we'd just love to hear from you, Alex. My advice would be to not spend a lot of time worrying about measuring the productivity of each individual. You know, when you move to a shorter work week, so much of the improvement is collaborative, so much of it is improvements in the system, that the, the stuff that's really going to matter is not necessarily going to be visible at the level of this person doing this task X percent faster. So I think that you focus on the things that we all know can affect productivity, like happiness, stress levels, the kinds of things that you're measuring right now in your anonymous surveys. And then you measure the things that are affected by productivity, namely how many clients you've got or of what your revenues are like. Do you have return business, right? How much of your business comes through referrals? So my advice is focus on the things that affect productivity, the things that are affected by it. Agree. Thank you for that validation. So when I continue to get the good testimonials from our clients, that's how I know the team is doing a good job. I think in Singapore, especially, you know, where we are kind of hard-nosed about business, 
what's going to tip the scale really would be the first companies that adopt the four-day work week being able to show an increase in their top line or their bottom line. And at the end, if it makes good business sense, I think a lot of businesses would be willing to consider it. Yes. The one other thing I would note is that Louise's comment about sort of about mothers being interested in this, it you know points to something huge, which is that the four-day week can be transformational for working moms. I hear plenty of stories of women who make the choice to start families when they're after their companies move permanently to four-day weeks because they feel like they're going to be able to handle it. But it's absolutely the case that companies that make that move are able to attract women with more experience than lots of their current employees who, because their parents sometimes haven't been able to find roles at the level that they had been or before they had children. And I think of all of the social impacts that the four-day week has, it may be that equalizing the workplace in, in terms of gender may be the most important and the most profound of the change of all the changes. Definitely, I do see an increase in application for mothers with young children because we have this four-day work week option. And I mean, we are all facing a manpower crunch all around the world. And I think if we can offer that opportunity to women and yet at the same time solve that manpower issue for companies, I think this is the win-win for everyone. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to both of you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Am I the only one who wonders why we spend 70% of our week working rather than playing? I'm Chris Wu. Follow our show on the Straits Times, Young Money and Career Podcast channel. You'd like to read the stories about four-day work week? Will it work in Singapore? We have a link in our podcast text description below. We'd love to hear from you about your views on the shorter work week. So drop us a note with your story. My email address is in the podcast text description. Have a good work week. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.